Hi, and welcome to More Human, More Resources, the HR podcast for entrepreneurs. I'm Vicki Brown, your host and CEO of Vidominale Enterprises. As a serial entrepreneur, I understand that having the right expert help has been critical to my success. That's why I'm dedicated to telling you, in plain language, what's going on in the world of HR that might impact your business and what you need to do about it with real actionable tips to help you master that list of must-dos and grow your leadership muscle. First things first, the information contained in this podcast is provided for general purposes only and is not to be considered legal advice. Your decision to adopt or not adopt any practice or procedure mentioned in this podcast is solely yours and we bear no responsibility for the outcome. We urge you to always consult legal counsel and other appropriate licensed professionals. And with that, let's get into the show. You're listening to Season 2, Episode 10. You know, one of the great ways to up your retention rate with your team is to offer benefits. Sure, I know the whole subject can seem massively confusing, and you're probably afraid of what it might cost for a small business. Well, consider today's episode, your Employee Benefits 101 Primer. So first off, are you required to offer benefits to your employees? Well, if you have under 50 people, the answer is no, it's not a requirement. But if you have 50 or over, then yes, you are under the Affordable Care Act or ACA, and you do have to offer insurance to your employees. Now, the ACA is a complex animal, so I'll address that in another episode. But for today, let's focus on the under 50 employee companies. Now, while you aren't required to provide coverage, the fact is, in today's hyper-competitive environment for talent, medical insurance has become a given. And I think you'll find that as you're recruiting, the subject will come up over and over again. So, what are your options? Actually, there are only three. One offer group coverage. Two, let your employees get their own individual policies and you cover the cost. And three, don't offer anything. Now, we've already talked about how number three is a really bad option. But surprisingly, option number two is the second worst alternative. That's because many times a company will just say, oh, just give me a copy of your bill of your individual policy and we'll reimburse you for that amount. Now, the problem with this approach is that the feds consider that money not a reimbursement, but taxable income. That's right. To them, it's just additional salary and has to be taxed on both the employee and employer side. You see, group plans have special protection under the IRS. That's why your employee can pay part of their premium out of their salary, and it won't be taxable income to you or them. But paying for someone's individual policy, well, that's not protected so it does have a tax load associated. Now, there is a way to reimburse employees for their individual policies without making that reimbursement taxable. For small employers, again, meaning those with under 50 employees, there are two programs, one called a Qualified Small Employer Health Reimbursement Arrangement, also known as QSEHRA, and one called an Individual Coverage Health Reimbursement Account, or ICHRA for both large and small companies. Both of these programs are relatively new and they have specific rules associated with them. For instance, the QSEHRA 
has reimbursement maximums, and the ICHRA has strict guidelines on who can be offered the plan, meaning you kind of can't pick and choose employee by employee. It has to be a class of employees at minimum. As I said, these programs are relatively new and they have quite a few guidelines associated with them. After all, they are IRS approved plans. So it's best to speak with your insurance broker before putting either in place. By the way, what's a broker and how much do they cost? Well, I'm happy to say a broker is a licensed insurance agent that is a specialist in the benefits insurance arena, just like your business insurance broker is an expert in business insurance. And again, just like your business insurance broker, your benefits broker won't cost you a thing. They are paid by commission from the insurance companies. So basically, it's free expert advice and help. I always recommend getting a good broker as the first step in offering benefits. Sure, you can try to go it alone and do something online, but things can get really complicated really fast. It's always great to have a professional on your team and they can answer employee questions as well. Okay, onward to medical insurance. Now, before we talk about the medical plan option, let's take a quick look at a few terms that will be helpful for you to know. Deductible. This is an amount that you have to pay before the insurance company will begin to reimburse you for services. Copay. This is a fixed amount that you have to pay for a specific service. For example, if the copay for an office visit is $20, when your visit is complete, you'll have to pay the doctor's office $20 before you leave. Out-of-pocket fee. An out-of-pocket fee will be a cost that you have to pay directly. Now, in our earlier example, your out-of-pocket fee is $20. Maximum out-of-pocket. This is an annual cost to you limit. Once you've reached the out-of-pocket limit or maximum, the insurance company will cover 100% of all of the covered expenses. Primary Care Physician, or PCP. A PCP provides both the first contact for a person with a health concern and continuing care for various medical conditions. Now, PCPs usually specialize in family medicine, internal medicine, or pediatrics. In-Network Doctor. This is a physician that's under contract with the insurance company and has agreed to discount their services. Out-of-network doctor. This is a physician that's not under contract with the insurance company and they are not going to discount their fees. You may still receive a reimbursement from the insurance company, but your cost is going to be a lot more than if you used an in-network doctor. Now, there are two types of medical plans. HMOs, which offer a high level of coverage with low out-of-pocket costs. With these plans, you're required to choose a primary care physician for all treatment, and they will refer you to a specialist if that's what's needed. You can also change your primary care physician throughout the year if you want to. Most HMO visits include only a copay for treatment, meaning you pay one small amount for your visit. Now, the other plan type is called a Preferred Provider Option, or PPO. PPO plans give you all the flexibility of using in-network and out-of-network physicians, and you can self-refer to specialists. Doctors that are in the network will charge you a discounted rate for services. So once you pay the annual deductible, you'll pay a percentage of the discounted rate, and the insurance company will pay the other percent. But you have to be careful here to try to stick with in-network doctors, because if you use non-network doctors, 
while you'll still be reimbursed, you will have to pay a lot more. Now, because PPOs give you more flexibility to choose doctors outside the network, generally the premium cost will be a bit higher than HMO plan premiums. The other question I hear all the time is, how much will it cost? And of course, the answer is, it depends. For small groups, rates are determined by location, age, and gender. And listen, as a woman over a certain age, I hear you, but those are the facts. However, also keep in mind that you, as the employer, don't have to pay that full amount. Most companies cover a portion of the monthly premium, and the employee is responsible for the rest. Now, can you say you'll cover $10 a month and they have to do the rest? Well, no, there are limits. Most insurance companies have a minimum of something like 50% of the premium that the company has to cover, or you can do a fixed amount. But again, it has to be something the insurance company considers reasonable. And also keep in mind the cost your employees have to pay for insurance will impact the bump you get from offering insurance in the first place. Again, the employee contribution amount would be tax-free to them and to you. Oh, by the way, you do need to make sure you have what's called a POP 125 plan in place to make it legally tax-free. Don't fret. Talk to your broker. They can set it up for you. Okay, so far we focused on medical insurance coverage, but there are other benefits you can offer your team. Things like vision and dental coverage, life insurance, and even disability programs. It's a big list. So we'll do another episode devoted to what are called ancillary coverages. In the meantime, if you don't already offer insurance, find a good broker and talk to them about what's possible and what it might cost. You could be surprised. It's probably less than you think, and it will be an amazing benefit, hence the name, for your employees. If you found this information helpful, please leave a review and tell a friend. Thanks for spending the time. Until next week, same time, same place.